This is the Used Car Dealer Podcast. All right, well, Zach here. We're live at Used Car Week in San Diego, California, and I have two awesome guests on the podcast today, Chris and Keith from Dealer 101. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having us. Glad to be here. So let's start out. Chris is an icebreaker. How do you get into the car business? How do we get into the car business? Um, my dad has been a car guru pretty much my my whole life, right? Um, kind of long story short, when I was about 14 years old, getting into high school, um, my mom got a job at a car auction and um, national power sport auctions to be specific. And she said, hey, you got to check this place out. So we went to this auction warehouse together, where obviously she works, and it was the coolest thing we've ever seen, right? It was uh, 1,300 motorcycles in one room. So kind of skipping ahead, we both looked into, well, he looked into getting a dealer license so we could access this um, this facility. And then it turned out, you know, we got, he got the, well, you, you would know more, but he ended up getting the license. It was kind of a hard process. You know, you had to like mail everything in and it was not an online experience, pretty tough. So down the road, um, a lot of people were asking us to help them get their dealer license, right? Was right out of the gate, we were a dealer, but we were kind of training people from the beginning. Um, so that was kind of my first taste of the car industry. And he taught me a lot. We used to buy a lot of cars at these auctions. And then skipping forward about 15 years, we had this crazy idea of, hey, we keep saying every year this training is not very good. Maybe we go and make our own training. So we kind of got into the online training world and uh, kind of continuing to do what we've always done, right? Like into there. What do you say? I mean, absolutely. That was uh, yeah, kind of interesting too. Chris was actually a licensed retail dealer at the age of 14. So he was a licensed dealer before he was old enough to drive cars. So that's how long this has gone back. But I right. Family too. right. And the interesting thing about the high school part too is I'd be driving a new car to school every day. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I was like the guy going to school in like a, you know, a really cool lifted truck, but then a really inexpensive, you know, small little escort or whatever, right? So it was pretty neat in high school having the, I don't know, that variety of cars and becoming the car guy at school just because, you know, not only do I have my first car, I had my first, second, and 200th car by the time I was like 16 years old so or uh, 18 years old. So it was pretty cool. Good fun. Good fun. Good fun for sure. Yeah. So you guys have trained hundreds of car dealers what are your suggestions to dealer maybe just getting into the business like what do they need to think about in terms of training in terms of training i mean would you want to take this one here yeah you can take this one sure. you know we get asked that question quite a lot and we always say to them be a specialist don't be a generalist and what i mean by that is don't try and be an expert on everything i understand motorcycles and harley davidson's and uh, electric cars pick the niche that you like so if you're a fan of bmw cars specialize in bmw cars and that gives you a lot of advantages you'll know what's popular what you can sell it for what you should buy it for and of course the really desirable make and models in that marketplace so be a specialist don't be a generalist as i pretend yeah the best part about it is like you don't have to I guess if you know the make and model that you're into selling, I always say sell something you enjoy driving because you're kind of excited being around these cars. And also, too, once you know how much these cars are worth, you could almost just buy that car on a whim, right? A lot of people try to buy and sell everything, but you're making mistakes because you've never bought or sold that car before. So for me, I got into Land Rovers for a long time because I knew the years, I knew the models, and 
people could ask me a question and I had the answer. So they were very confident in, you know, purchasing, purchasing a car from you. And also your, your results show you've sold 50 Land Rovers, right? So that's kind of the approach I would say to take. Start small, fix, uh, focus on a niche, and then kind of go from there. And one of that onto that too is that you know we actually started hanging around auctions. That may sound silly, but even if we didn't uh, plan on buying something, we'd go there, we'd listen, we'd talk to other dealers, we'd talk to right, and listen to the auctioneers, and we were amazed actually how open many of the dealers were when sharing. They recognized you're new in the business, and they don't see you as necessary competitor, especially if you're from a different part of town. And they're very very helpful with us. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. If if you're an extreme beginner. I tell people, hey, first step, just go to the auction. Like, enjoy watching right. the auction, right? So. so what else do you guys do on, like, the continuing education front at Dealer 101? Yeah, that's a good question. So there's two things. The main continuing education would be, like, renewing your license, right? The thing you have to do every two years. So instead of uh, just making it a thing you have to do, we kind of make it enjoyable. So a lot of dealers go through this training that they're not looking forward to and then they finish it leave a nice review going wow i actually learned something i actually enjoyed doing the renewal can't wait to come back in two years right and then beyond that other continuing education would be us more now getting into training existing dealers on how to do better at the auctions maybe um, how to make less mistakes um, how to sell the cars right how to post them on craigslist offer up what to do what not to do how to do better photos so now that we've done so well at getting the license we're getting better at kind of helping them through their their career um yeah once you're licensed so it's been uh, pretty exciting so chris what are some interesting observations you've had in 2022 with the dealers you've trained what you've seen yeah. in the market I would say a lot more people are nervous about the market and they ask us a lot of questions like, hey, what do you think is happening in this market? I would say kind of like you you kind of give me a lot of advice on everything kind of changes um, together. So the wholesale prices change, then the retail prices change, right? But I still think there's always a deal somewhere. If you, not every car is going to be a good buy, right? So you could always find a car for a good deal and sell a car for a good deal. Um, but I don't think people should go out there and just bid on every single car that's at the auction. A lot of people go, hey, the prices are really high. But obviously, if you bid on 100 cars, you're going to get one, two, three, or four, no problem. But if you go into an auction trying to bid on one car, it, there's a good chance it goes five grand over. For some weird reason, someone wanted that car, you know? Right. But I would say I don't think much has changed other than cars holding their value. So maybe if you had a car two years ago, it went up in value. Right. But if you're buying a car now to sell a car now, I think you're fine. So what are some of your biggest initiatives, Chris, at Dealer 101 going into next year as it relates to like training dealers? Like what are, what's big on your plate next year? Yeah, good question. Um, I'd say a big focus is more on what can you do with the license, right? We For so long, we focused on how to get the license, right? Getting better and better and better at making that process even easier and quicker. But I'd say now the focus is auctions, right? How to buy these vehicles, um, how, believe it or not, how to search for the vehicles. Huh. A lot of people will open this dealer account and go, all right, here I go, right? Maybe Mannheim or Odessa, Copart, and they don't even know how to locate a car on their on their sure. website, right? So getting more into supporting them on the actual auctions, I think is going to be the biggest one. Second would just be how to actually sell these cars, how to post them, photograph them, and stuff like that.
but I see auctions becoming bigger and bigger every day. Definitely. I definitely agree with that. And I have a futures question for you. So EV vehicles, they're taking mindshare. You know, California, they're banning gasoline vehicles by 2035. What are your thoughts on EV vehicles and the impact on the traditional dealership model? I don't know. I'll let you take the second half, but I think the first part goes back to pick and choose your niche. So I wouldn't say, if you don't know anything about those cars, I wouldn't say start selling EVs, right? Because you're going to put yourself into a a whole new world just because it's electric and there's a buyer. I wouldn't just jump into it, right? Obviously, that's my biggest takeaway. But what would you say on top of EVs? See, you know, the big changes, that's your question, is what's going to happen. So traditionally, as you know, it's been pretty static in terms of who the manufacturers are, you know, Ford, General Motors, and so on. The big shift we saw this morning, I was looking, there's literally 12 new manufacturers coming to market with brand new electric vehicles that didn't exist before. And by default, they used to always sell them through franchise dealers. So if you wanted to buy a Ford car, you had to go to a Ford franchise dealer. These electric vehicles, manufacturers are trying to go direct to consumers. They don't want to go through the dealer network. And that's for a couple of reasons. One is they don't need the maintenance they used to need. The second thing is consumers don't like going to dealerships. Never have, never will. They'd far rather buy online directly, have it appear in the driveway. So that's going to be, I think, a fundamental shift. For sure. Now, following that, a few years from now, maybe three years end of lease, these vehicles now come back on the market. What does that consumer do with that vehicle? How do they how do they return? And then who? gets that people to sell. So it's going to be very disruptive. That's a big word. I don't know, we hear it all the time, but I think that's truly going to happen. Big change for sure. Big changes. So speaking of disruption, I'll start with you first, Keith. What are some of your predictions for the used car marketplace in 2023 and what, what might happen next year? I think we're going to see, if I can call it a return to normalcy, where we used to see cars dropping about 2% in value per month. You know, we saw them going up 10% in value per month. And we're going to see a little bit of a return. And I think that's going to be driven because we're starting to see a balance of supply and demand where there's much more supply coming back into the market, including yeah, electric vehicles. And the demand, the craziness that we saw through COVID is starting to tail off now. So we're seeing more and more of it. Uh, I had a friend recently asking me for a Ford pickup truck, one of the nice Ford F-250 truck. I searched nationally. I think I found like four of them. You know, that's just, mm-hmm. And of course, they're asking crazy prices for it, where normally there would have been 400 of them on the market. So they're seeing that type of return. Right. Yeah, we had a, a family member actually buy F two fifty. Waited about I don't know eight months to get it. Yeah, brand new. Showed up to the Ford dealership maybe six months ago, eight months ago, and Ford was like, "I know you paid a premium. Can we pay you more to keep the truck?" And he ended up going through with the offer, and then they sold that truck for even more. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. so they literally said, "Don't take your truck. We'll give you ten thousand dollars." Actually, even crazier, he did take the wow. truck. He did take it. And then time goes by, changed his mind, and they still gave him premium top dollar on now a used truck. Because they they have have So that's starting to go away a little bit, right? You actually can go to a dealership and buy a car at a fair price, right? Not be gouged by it. Fairer price. Yeah, fair meaning like what it was before, right? Retail value. Exactly. So... I know you guys are starting to build some YouTube content, some more video content. Kind of tell the audience what you're working on for dealers, dealer training. Like what's coming down the pipeline from Dealer 101? Sure. Yeah, a lot of it's um, kind of comes from how can we help more people and for free. So we have so many conversations with the customers over the over the years. And the biggest takeaway would be those phone calls seem to help people the most. These little one-minute tips. Like, hey, don't forget to do this. Hey, look for that, right? 
often they have a question when they call, but if they don't, we typically give that that advice. And the overwhelming response is, oh my God, I see it differently. Oh my God, I'm so excited to go buy a car. You guys have helped me so much. So a lot of the YouTube videos are just going to be just like that, like to the point, very direct uh, pieces of information that we've learned over the years. And of course, the dealers have shared with us over the years. Um, yeah, so just kind of doing our best to provide more valuable free information, more information being like available without having to sign up for a course, you know, so kind of helps people in the pre-stage and the post-stage of getting their license. That's good. Yeah, that's our main do you see more dealers getting into the market, getting dealers licenses? Like what have you observed? From the biggest place? observation, I know COVID kind of changed things a little yeah. bit. Um, there were a lot of dealers getting their license. And then when COVID came and the push was kind of, hey, start your own business, then, oh man, I don't know, two thirds more, yeah. something like that. Um, it just kind of exploded. So I would say there's a lot more dealers now than ever getting their license for sure. Uh, a lot of wholesale and a lot of retail dealers. Uh, but that's it's probably the biggest thing, really, just how many more there are. Um, COVID for sure did it, made it kind of the norm. Um, on With online bidding now, you don't even have to go to the auction to buy a car. That car gets shipped to your house or shipped to your retail location. So I see that being the biggest thing. A lot more at-home car dealers, less big, big lot dealers. So, so to close things out, Anything exciting you want to plug from Deer 101? Anything I haven't mentioned that you want to discuss? I would say the auction course. We, Our whole team has been working on this very unique auction course. Um, I would say probably a couple of weeks. We'll have that live on the website. And it's essentially a walkthrough from start to finish, from the day you're signing up for the auction to um, searching for these cars, right down to paying for those cars and getting them home. So uh, that, that'll be very exciting. Uh, a lot of our customers, thousands actually, have already subscribed, waiting for that to come out. So I'd say stay tuned for the next two weeks. Awesome. Well, I have Chris and Keith here. We're live in beautiful San Diego, California at Used Car Week. Thank you so much for joining the podcast today. Appreciate it. Pleasure. Thank you for having us.